Welcome to the Do Weekly Podcast, a weekly challenge podcast for small business owners. Bye, small business owners. I'm Mixmaster Alex Vasquez. And I'm DJ Natalie MacLeese. That was totally epic. Was it? Nope. Natalie, we've been waylaid for a couple weeks now. We have. For those of you listening, and I know you exist, you're out there. Because you came up to Alex at WordCamp US. And some of you came up and said, hey, I like your podcast. And for those of you who said that and you're still listening and you're not full of it, thanks. But you know what? We, we don't need you to send us comments. Yeah, don't email us. Don't at us. Yeah, yeah, don't 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 at me, bro. <laughs> don't at me, bro. <laughs> and, you know, it, yeah, don't leave comments. We're just yeah, we don't we don't we don't need them. Yeah, don't tweet us. Don't like our tweets. Don't like our Instagram posts. Don't download this podcast. <laughs> don't Wait. leave us a review on iTunes. That's right. We, yeah, we don't want your five-star review on iTunes. Um, today is a pretty darn episodic version of this podcast in the same vein that all of our other episodes are episodic. Whatever that means. Natalie? Alex? How the heck are you? I'm doing all right. I feel I haven't... Like, I haven't seen you in a month. You haven't seen me in a month. You've been gallivanting all over the countryside. That's right. I've been in the South. I learned what Rocky Mountain oysters were. In the South, you learned about the Rocky Mountain oysters? Yep. (laughs) Okay. And because I'm trying to turn over a new leaf and not execrate, not say bad words, I'm not going to relate the story. Is it your New Year's resolution? Nope. I'm just trying to give our listeners something that's a little more delightful to the ear. Mm-hmm. Dear listeners, I'm sorry that I've cussed so much. I hope that you can forgive me. Listen, I think if they were really bothered by it, they would have quit listening by now. Some of you people are out there still listening. We know you're out there. I, I mean, we yeah, don't. But we're using reverse psychology. Oh, reverse psychology. Yeah, so don't listen to this podcast. It's dumb. <laughs> don't share it with your friends. Don't tell your mom don't about email it. Us. Yeah, don't don't email us again. Don't at us. <laughs> don't at me, bro. And then don't tell Bobby Carmichael about it because we don't need him. He's dumb. Who's that? Don't know. Don't care. Don't need him as a listener. So uh, well, I think we just need to move on. Rant done. Yeah. So you've had a month to do the challenge, Alex. Did you do it? I did. Our listeners only had a week, but you had a month. <laughs> yeah, I did the challenge. Why don't you remind our listeners of what that challenge was? The challenge was to send out some kind of gifties or thank you notes to your favorite clients. Or gifties customers. or thank you notes to your favorite clients. Did it not sound exciting enough for you? I needed to kick it up a notch in the words of the great Emerald. All right. Don't say bam. Bam!
Okay. We're we're mm-hmm. back. Here we are. We're back. We're back. I did the challenge. All right. Well, tell me about what you did. I picked out some clients who I've had a lot of interactions with, uh, who I have a great working relationship with. I sent them all some thank you gifts. Of note, I didn't do the research on this particular thing I'm about to tell you, but last year I remember when I was getting my taxes done, there was a bunch of purchases. Well, there's a few different purchases that, that I made that were client gifts, mm-hmm. but I couldn't claim them as client gifts because there's a maximum oh, I see. of like $25, apparently. Okay. So I don't know if that's true or not, but my tax my tax person was like, "Yeah, it needs to be twenty five dollars or less for to be able to claim to be able to claim these purchases as client gifts." Hmm. So for myself, I knew that I had a twenty five dollar limit, and I had to make it count. How does one do that? I had to think about what my clients. Uh, you know, where they're at with their business, the things that they're thinking about. And I had to use a little bit of creativity. Uh, I could have been more creative. What I did is I just went on Amazon and picked some gifts out that I thought would resonate with some of my clients. There, there was a couple clients that I bought business books for. So there was one client I bought, um, the profit first book, for, mm-hmm. uh, cause I felt like, I, I think that's a good book to read for any small business owner. Just Who's to, the author of that? Uh, Mike, Mike Callowitz. Right then. It sounds like I just made that up. It I totally, does sound, it does sound a little bit like a made up name. It, it definitely isn't. It's a great book. Uh, and I think for, for any small business owner, it's a good book to read. It just kind of gives you some basic strategies for managing your money because it's definitely helped me. Like this year, I think I've talked about my taxes on previous episodes. Like I think with money that I've taken in where I took in what I would say was an excess, well, maybe not an excess amount, but I took in more money this year and last year than I have in the past. Mm-hmm. And whereas maybe I would have spent that on the business, hired people or done other things with that money, I purposely didn't spend through it. I, you know, put some in savings and then I put some in other different accounts for very specific purposes. And uh, I think that's helps with my cash flow a little bit. Uh, so anyway, I think it's a timely book. I think it's a good book uh, worth checking out. So I bought that book for a client. There's another one that I bought called Start With Why. And I have a client who they there's a lot of marketing initiatives that they want to implement with their business because they're like, well, we're trying to grow the business and we know that this stuff works. So we want to do it. But just because something works or just because you heard of something that works doesn't mean that you should do it. So you should start with why. And that one is written by Simon Sinek or Sinek. I don't know how you pronounce his last name. Do you only read books by authors with with alliteration in their names? Yes. (laughs) Is the first rule for a book for you? The only rule. The first and only rule. All right. Just checking. Uh, For another client, I bought a very specific ballpoint pen and a very specific notebook. Was it from shorthand? 
The pen was. The notebook was not. Okay. So the the pen is a very specific ballpoint pen made by Oto, which is a Japanese manufacturer. I'll link to it and everything. It's a pretty darn cool pen, and it writes real nice-like. And if you're a fan of you know, just writing stuff, stationary, like I am. <laughs> fan of writing. Yeah, if you're a fan of writing things with nice other things, then this is a good pen. And then I got a couple of gift certificates for folks who I knew a little less about. Mm-hmm. I feel like I did pretty well in in the gift giving part of it. So, yeah, uh, I feel I feel pretty awesome. That sounds really good. Have has anyone received their gifts yet? Uh, as far as I know, no. Like oh, no okay. one's reached out at this point. I may or may not have ordered them within the last few days, even though I had a month to do it. Mm-hmm. But we didn't have any other episodes, so technically, I'm still in range. <laughs> All right, sure. Mm-hmm. I totally am. In fact, I'm so in range that I'm getting cookies. No, I did the challenge. I did the challenge, too. You don't get cookies for doing a challenge. But I still get cookies. Yeah, but they're healthy cookies. <sighs> Boo. I don't know how much they count. I don't know. We'll see how good they are. We'll have to let people know in next okay. week's episode. Well, Natalie, what did you do for the challenge? Explain well, yourself. <clears throat> I found an Etsy seller who created these really cute little um, gift boxes with four individually planted baby succulents. Oh, cute. Yeah. Very trendy right now. Succulents are very hot. So I, and they were also very affordable. They were mm, $22 or $23 with free shipping. Yeah. So I sent those out to everyone. I didn't have all different gifts like you did, so it's not very exciting. That's it. I sent people succulents. Well, I think I think the succulents are nice. They were really cute. Anything that can brighten up your home or your office is very thoughtful. A so. succulent's very easy to take care of. It's not toxic to pets. Plus, they probably wouldn't want to eat it anyway because it's covered in spines. I feel like you're talking about me. <laughs> you're not tempted to eat any succulents, are you? Yep. Is that your next Facebook video? <laughs> yes, Alex eats. Munch eat. down on a cactus? Yeah. yeah, Alex eats a cactus. Watch what happens next. <laughs> At minute 333, I cried. You get that far in? Well, no, I'm just trying to figure out like catchy, clickbaity titles. You won't believe what happens at 245. That's <laughs> So have any of your clients received their, their gifts? Apparently not. I haven't heard a peep. Maybe, maybe they died. All of them. I'm talking Wait, about the, the succulents. And the succulents. <laughs> Both. <laughs> well, let's hope that no clients. Let's hope that no clients were were maimed or <laughs> murdered in the making of oh, this episode. Oh no! What episode. if everyone pricked themselves on the spines opening the boxes, and now they hate me? <laughs> that, that would be hilarious. Man, this person like put a cactus in here and I touched it and it hurt. I was like, ouch, I'm going to fire that person. <laughs> no! And do, you, do you know how many times I wanted to cuss right there? 
Um, at least five times. I was going to guess a dozen. Yeah. No, five times. That's, that's reality. So I think we nailed this challenge. I think we both did. We both get cookies. <laughs> we, we both get cookies. <laughs> we so- both get healthy Vegan, gluten-free, no refined sugar cookies. Also known as what's the point cookies. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Anyway, Maybe they're delicious. But it's it's good to it's good to show that it's good to show your clients that you care that their that their business means something to you, and you know it's just a small token mm-hmm. in the grand scheme of things, but it lets them know that you do appreciate them, that you do think. Of, about them enough to go out of your way and spend some money and, you know, show them that they're special. Yeah. So it's pretty nice. I think it's pretty nice. It, it's not normally something that I do. You don't do that every year? I think we did talk about that. I usually do. Yeah. I usually do. Yeah. Well, uh, I think that this is a tradition I can keep up with. So we're at that time, though. The next challenge... The next challenge. Round one. Fight. No fighting. Okay, no fighting. Our challenge this week is very specific. It is very specific. Our challenge this week, dear listener, should you choose to accept it, is something very simple, but also possibly daunting because, let's face it, you're a small business owner. It takes a lot of work and a lot of time to keep your business afloat. It does, for sure. And I feel like this is an excellent segue into like a sponsored ad. But since we only have <laughs> one sponsor, we can't do that. Yeah, well, we can't advertise some like payroll app or invoicing app. Yeah, instead, you know, like if you ever decide to host your WordPress website somewhere, host it on Pantheon. Yeah, it's been excellent. Yeah, we've had like negative zero... 0.56% downtime. Well, I don't think we had that much. Yeah, so much downtime, or so little downtime that our server has traveled back in time. <laughs> That's how good Pantheon <laughs> web hosting is. Go back in time. <laughs> um, time travel. Yeah. Your challenge this week is to, if you're not doing it already, connect with your local chamber of commerce. Mm-hmm. I do think we should have an alternate challenge if people are already a member of their chamber. Oh, well, I think if you're already a member of the chamber, you could definitely find a way to get more involved and get yourself on a committee or volunteer to help out with an event or something like that that's going on. Well, and, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. And those are, those are great ideas. So what are some reasons why people might want to connect with their local chamber of commerce if they're not already doing it? It builds trust and credibility for your business. It definitely does. There are lots of studies that say that just general customers have 40 to 60% more confidence in your business when you're a member of the Chamber of Commerce. Yeah. And usually the vetting process is, are you an actual business and do you have money to pay the fees? I'm kidding. There, there, there's a few more <laughs> checkboxes than that. They can be a that. little more strict. It, it always depends on the and city. And I was reading that the average fees are three to four hundred dollars a year. Yeah, and and I think that's pretty reasonable. 
So yeah. Well, one of the other one of the other benefits to being a member of your local chamber is that they often provide group discounts or, or members only discounts uh, for different services or products offered within the local community. They also will host a variety of networking meetings that are exclusive to uh, chamber members and resource partners. So it's a great way to connect and network with other professionals in your community and also meet other resource partners that can help you with things like capital infusion, uh, you know, financing or other types of programs and, and things of that nature. They can, and also sometimes educational programs. Absolutely. Uh, because, you know, there's a variety of things that, that come down the pike uh, that small business owners need to know about. Uh, for instance, before we start recording, you know, there's a bunch of changes that are coming to how business owners are able to deal with 1099 contractors. Mm -hmm. So sometimes those are workshops that you'll see stuff about, or, I mean, it can be anything really. So there's a lot of value to be had in being a member of a chamber for sure. Yes. And especially if you offer B2B services, basically everybody else in the chamber is a potential client for you. Absolutely. And what, what are one of the ways you kind of alluded to it earlier, but what are one of the ways that someone who joins a chamber can kind of level up their, their experience with that chamber? Like how can they get, how can they squeeze even more out of their membership? (laughs) I would say at an entry level, just make sure you attend as many of the events as you can. Yeah. Because it's no good if you pay them three or $400 and then just sit at home eating, watching Netflix and eating cookies. I feel personally attacked. <laughs> but then you can also get involved at a, you know, more of a leadership level right. where you're participating or leading one of the committees, organizing events or organizing one event, or you could be a speaker at events and things like that. Sure. Getting more involved at a yeah. higher level. Yeah. And that, that's a really good point because, you know, if there are committees that you join or, or groups that you join within the chamber, you know, potentially that gives you like a first chance or first choice of, you know, potential new customers as they, as they come in. You mean like guy that I just lost business to this week? Yeah. Natalie, why don't you share that story? <laughs> Tell us how you lost business. Yeah. So I talked to a prospective client this week who let me know that she was also considering hiring another web designer Yeah. and she ultimately chose the other web designer and he had himself a nice little setup that he had joined his local chamber of commerce and had joined the welcome committee. So that anytime a new business opened in the city, he was one of the first people to know and got on the phone and pitched them a website. It's pretty keen. (laughs) It's pretty keen. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that, that's, that's like next level lead sharking right there. So if you can put yourself in a position to be successful and really be that first touch point of contact, that's a great place to be. Yeah. Especially if you offer a service like a website that every new business is going yeah. to need. 
Yeah, that's that's a really good point. And that's definitely <laughs> something that I can do. I think, you know, in our field, that's something that we could all do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I think that that's a really good idea. And it's been a few years since I've been a member of a chamber. I definitely would at least want to go visit a local chamber somewhere just to kind of see what they do, what the programs are like, and, you know, see what's what. I have never been a member of a chamber. Oh, you you had to have. That's that's a that's absurd. That's no. ri- ridiculous. I never did. I never did. Natalie. I know. I'm pretty sure Beth Kucher from uh, in Broaden. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure she's a member of like a chamber of commerce or or, or a couple. Wouldn't be surprised. You I you be you you either, know actually. You know. There's no way. You have to know. <laughs> Well, listen, I'm going to do the challenge this week. Yeah. You know, we live in a major metropolitan area where, like, I know we both happen to live in kind of small towns (laughs) in the the L.A. area. And we both have a little local chamber of commerce. So we could join that. But we could also join any of the chambers of commerce from all the small towns around us or bigger towns around us. I'm sure we would be eligible to join the Los Angeles Chamber of Commerce oh, sure. or Pasadena or something like that. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, like I, I think I'm probably going to go mid-size, mm-hmm. mid-size chamber. So that's... You want to be a big fish in a little pond? I think that's not a bad idea. <laughs> I know. I'll eat all the little fishies. Eat all the little fishies. I just think you you just got to do it. Get in there. Get in there. Go to a chamber. Sign up. Or at least go through the orientation process or get a tour. uh, Listen about the programs. Find out about it, what they offer. Yep. Um, I did find an article with some cons. Yeah. So I thought maybe we should touch on those for a second. We totally should. Number one con is the upfront cost of joining, and it yeah. takes some time to get your return on your investment there. Sure. So I wouldn't expect, like, you join the Chamber of Commerce this week. It's not like next week you're going to make a million dollars. What? <laughs> but most Chamber members, when they're surveyed, say it's worth it's worth joining. Hmm. I, I, like I said, it's been a long time since I've been a member. You know, I did get some leads out of it, mm-hmm. but nothing that I would call solid or anything. Yeah. But that's, that's okay. Not, not every lead is going to work out. So another potential colony list here is that you'll keep in mind that you'll be joining with your competitors. Ah, yeah. And so you might have to. Work with your competitors. Although, I love that this article says you probably won't get into a fist fight or a screaming match. <laughs> Stupid article. They don't know anything. <laughs> Maybe you will. They don't know you. <laughs> they don't know you. You you grab people by the you hair. You don't know me. You don't know me. <laughs> you, you grab people by the hair and punch them in the stomach repeatedly. That's what happens every time I see another web designer. I just... <laughs> Grab the hair, punch them in the stomach. As you should. Gotta keep the competition on their toes. That <laughs> and doubled over. <laughs> so no, but the, these are these are good points though. But still I, I do think that even though you do have your competition in there, so to speak, it it's a it's a big universe, it's a big world. 
you don't have to snipe each other's clients. You can have different niches yep. or niches, however you want to say that word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, could be fine. So, or you might end up partnering with the person. Also true. Also true. I think we've got our challenge ready for the following week. We do. So, Natalie. Alex. If our listeners or brand new listeners wanted to download this particular podcast. Well, we don't want them to download it. Well, oh yeah, right. Like, don't go to Stitcher Radio. Don't go to iTunes. Don't go to Pocket Cast. Don't go to Spotify. Don't go anywhere where you would download and listen to fine podcasts. No, don't do it. And don't go on social media. Don't go to at Do Weekly Podcast on Instagram. Yeah. Don't go to at Do Weekly Podcast on Twitter. Don't follow us. Don't add us. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do any of that stuff because we'll easily get annoyed and then we'll cut you. And definitely, definitely do not go to doweeklypodcast.com because we have all the show notes up there and all the past episodes. And what do you want those for? Yeah. You don't need those. It con- <laughs> context is dumb. Yeah. Context is dumb. Helpful links. Helpful links, my butt. (laughs) Natalie. Alex. Oh, did we tell people about the website? Did we tell people that we were on social media? We did all. Yeah, we told them not to. Yeah, we told them not. Okay, yeah. So don't do any of that. Yeah. It's like no country for old men. We're with our bus. Surrounded by a crowd of like a crowd of people who want what we got, but we ain't giving them nothing. I I have no idea what you're talking about. Definitely, that explanation went off the hinges. With that said, for the Do Weekly podcast, I'm Alex Bosquez. Oh, I'm Natalie Buckley. We're here to remind you to keep it doable, and we'll see you next week. See you next week. Happy holiday season, everyone. Happy holiday season, Irwin. <laughs> <laughs>